The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Tuesday, July 25th, 2023 edition of the National Intel Report. I am your host for this Tuesday, Michael Herzog, and I'll be with you for the next two hours. Now, the title of this evening's broadcast, no, that's the wrong title. What happened here? (laughs) Inside Out and Upside Down, we're watching nothing but clowns. Now, I'm going to start by setting the mood for this broadcast with a quick clip. Julie, go ahead and play clip one. Inside out and upside down, folks. Now, the question is, who would have thought that this country would ever have arrived in the current condition that it's in? Did we awaken to a nightmare of which we can now no longer escape unless we're sleeping? You know, it reminds me of George Carlin. Well, it's the American dream. You have to be asleep to believe it. Now we have to be asleep to, to believe that we're not living in a nightmare and we wake up to find it every day. Remember last week I had John Roguski on, and we were talking about, you know, the people with the masks on, and he was talking about how to address it. And, you know, instead of, you know, trying to wake people up by badgering them with what we know, turn it around on them. Well, folks, at 8.14 a.m. this past Sunday morning, I picked up one of those effectively brainwashed people, adorned with his blue Chinese 95-cent cloth mask. You know, the one sold at every Circle K, 7-Eleven, AM, PM, quick trip, you know, back during the pandemic. The same ones that possessed the little instruction sheet in the wrapper informing people that it was made in China. Benefiting the Chinese government with the sale of countless millions, hundreds of millions, that supplied the mask. The same country blamed for the pandemic that supplied the worthless mask to begin with. Upside down, inside out. 
Now, this journey that I took with this man took all of two minutes as the destination was only a mile and a half from his house. And as we approached, the comment he made was unintelligibly muffled the first time he spoke. So I asked him to repeat it. And the second time he said it, I comprehended his comment. I just need for you to know I want to be there by 9 a.m. Now, folks, in less than one minute after he spoke those words, I pulled into the establishment's drive only to face a lock gate with a sign in the front saying that it opens at 9. This was at 8.16 a.m. And in looking in my rearview mirror, I could see his reaction was one of complete surprise. He then commented in the same muffled tone. Well, this is my first time taking an Uber. I didn't realize that you could make it here so fast. Now, though I didn't share my next thought with him, I'll share it with you. What in the world was this man thinking? That Uber drivers transport their passengers with a rickshaw? I mean, his destination was a little more than one mile away. His Uber app informs him of that when he books the ride. Are we now arriving on that Twilight Zone train to our destination manifested in the movie, Idiocracy? He then poured further insult to my astonishment by adding, oh, well, I'll just wait. As he sat in my car, obviously not intending to depart, he expected me to babysit him for 44 minutes until the gate opened. Completely self-centered, self-absorbed, oblivious, no thought of another's time. I mean, really? Seriously? Inside out and upside down. Oh, and guess what? On the other end, for nine out of the past 19 days, folks, I had been unable to drive at all. Not because I was sick. Not because of any issue with either of my vehicles. The reason... I was prohibited from driving due to an alleged, quote, issue with my background check, my annual background check. They took me offline. Now, during my interaction with their support group over that time, and by the way, I had spoken to five different representatives regarding the issue, and each time I received a different reason for the delay. Number one, Uber needed my permission to do a background check. First time I'd ever heard that, my affiliation with Uber of six years, and they've background checked me six times. They never needed my permission before. Now, I'm going somewhere with this, folks, so just hold on. Number two, next excuse, I need a vehicle inspection. My Uber vehicles are four and six years old, respectively, neither of which qualifies for an Uber inspection because unless they're over 10 years old, Uber doesn't require inspection. Excuse number three. Uber's software depicts me driving out of my designated area. I've never driven outside of Arizona, my area, since I've been driving for Uber. Excuse number four. Like I said, there's an issue with my background check. Well, my background check, folks, was completed and approved on July 10th. I know this because the company that does the check notified me that it was complete on that date, yet I was still served that excuse for an additional five days. Now, in reviewing the information on the background check, 
I found that it was started on the 27th of May and completed on July 10th. It supposedly took 44 days to complete a check by the same company that provides the same service for another company called DoorDash. And when I was back in Texas last year for a visit, I applied to DoorDash and was background checked and approved by the same company in less than one hour. Now, the revenue lost by this incident cost me upwards of $2,000 in lost pay and lost bonuses. And after a detailed explanation of my timeline of events submitted to supervisory management, both showing and proving this delay to be completely on their end and not mine, in the end, after all the stress, all the frustration, all of the time delay, all of the money lost, in the end, I was offered remuneration after a meeting with management of $5. Throughout this, there was a thought that just keep, kept creeping into my mind. Call me conspiratorial, I know. But it kept creeping into my mind, pestering me like, like the buzz of a mosquito in the dark of night. You know, after you've turned out the lights to retire to bed and you hear that unmistakable fleeting, you know, that fleeting buzz periodically next to your ear. And you get up and you turn on the light and you search for the mosquito, but you never find it. But it's lurking somewhere, awaiting those lights to be turned off. Once again, the thought in this case, the mosquito, if you will, that kept pestering my brain was ESG, the acronym for Environmental, Social, and Governments, Social Credit Score. ESG is described as a set of practices, policies, procedures, metrics, etc., that organizations implement to limit negative impact or enhance positive impact on the environment, society, and governance bodies. And let me add, ESG is being used in protocols by all those stakeholder capitalist corporations like Disney, Target, Budweiser, and thousands more who have signed on to participate in this increasing nightmare of wokeism. And add the recent YouTube videos by the rideshare professor, this is the guy that comes on and talks to Uber drivers across the country about different events, different things that happen and what to do about it. Anyway, recent YouTube videos by the rideshare professor depicting numerous examples of drivers, Uber drivers, being deactivated with high readings, along with track records of 10, 15, or even 20,000 trips. For the most innocuous of reasons, And that mosquito keeps buzzing as I wonder if the real reason for what I recently experienced is due to ESG. And I am convinced that Uber is indeed one of those participating stakeholder capitalists. The fingerprints are all over this. So, getting getting back to that waltz orchestrated by the powers that be to our forefathers dating back to the Civil War and before, I'm going to share with you a few of the historical results of this ongoing waltz, gaslighting, call it what you will, still being orchestrated to this day. A brief history with just a few examples, starting from 1861, the history written by those covert, nameless, nefarious winners. Let's take the Civil War, the history of it. In the history books, fought to free the slaves. The reality of it, 
a resulting implementation of the 14th Amendment that made us all slaves. Oh, and by the way, the population reduction, which we see happening in spades right now to this day, just heard Mike Rivero on the air talking about uh, that uh, reporter that collapsed on ESPN and also LeBron James' son and had a heart attack. Okay? Still watching population reduction. Anyway, getting back to the, uh, the, the, the Civil War, population reduction killed 620,000 soldiers. World War One, the history? Oh, those evil Germans torpedoed a passenger ship without provocation, the Lusitania. The reality? Unbeknownst to all the ill-fated passengers that didn't read the newspapers where the, uh, the, the German government actually put in the papers that they were going to torpedo it, the Lusitania was carrying munitions to be delivered to the British and used on the Germans. So, the population reduction worldwide during that war, official records, 8,528,831. Population reduction, folks. World War II, the history, oh, those evil Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor unprovoked. The reality, the U.S. energy embargo, uh, the U.S. Uh, government energy embargoed the Japanese to a point where they had no choice. The U.S. did so as an excuse to enter the war. And the population reduction worldwide, official record, 60 million. 60 million people. <sighs> History? Lone gunman assassinated President Kennedy, Lee Harvey Oswald, November 2nd, 1963. The reality? Kennedy wanted to keep us out of Vietnam. Result? August of 1964, the phony Gulf of Tonkin incident was used as the excuse to send Americans to uh, fight communism. Population reduction, as many as 2 million civilians and 1,100,000 North Vietnamese soldiers and 250 South Vietnamese and 58,000 American soldiers. Population reduction. Iraq, Afghanistan, history. Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction and we have to get him there before we see mushroom, mushroom clouds over here. Osama bin Laden was hiding in some Afghan cave somewhere. In reality, Iraq and Saddam implemented the oil for food program and started trading oil for euros instead of dollars. Ho, 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 big, big mistake. Remember all those wars are bankers' wars. Thank you, Michael Rivero. Afghanistan, the Taliban rejected the U.S. off of the carpet of gold to participate in the supply of their opium production and instead opted for for the threatened carpet of bombs if they didn't cooperate. Population reduction, 7,000 Americans. Between the two countries, estimates are over a half a million people. And I could talk about Libya or Syria or Kosovo, or the list goes on and on, all the way down my arm, but you get the idea. The same is happening right now as we speak in Ukraine. The proxy war between the United States and Russia with Ukrainians as the U.S. pawns. Estimates range up to 300,000 Ukrainian civilians and soldiers have died thus far. And the end is, well, I say not yet in sight, but it may very well be in sight because people are starting to get it, including this government. 100, 200 billion. How, we've lost count. Billions in money, along with tanks and shells and cluster bombs being the other weaponry being supplied to the lunatic Zelensky to be used by his soldiers to advance into a meat grinder as the Russian army is cleaning their clock. 
I don't know whether you've seen the article about the Abrams tanks that we've sent over there that the Russians, Russians have com- conveniently destroyed. <laughs> it's just a massive metal junk heap, folks. Let me share this with you out of Military Watch magazine just this past July 23rd. This is a post on the RBN website. You can go read it in its entirety at your leisure. The graveyard of the U.S.-produced Bradley fighting vehicles taken out by Russia. Thank you to Peter in Los Angeles, by the way. The news footage shows the graveyard of U.S.-produced Bradley fighting vehicles that were taken out by Russian troops and artillery. And the excerpt? New footage released by multiple Russian sources on July 22nd, which is only three days ago, has shown several M2 Bradley infantry fighting vehicles destroyed on the front lines in eastern Ukraine. And the footage was reportedly taken near Robotino settlement in the Zaporizhia region, about 50 kilometers east of the Dnieper River, and shows a tightly packed group of four disabled and heavily damaged vehicles on flat terrain with destroyed Ukrainian tanks visible in the distance. When are people going to realize? This is the question, and I'm not, I'm not speaking to you. I know you're listening, but I'm speaking to the public at large, maybe the guy that was wearing the mask in the back of my Uber on Sunday. This isn't about winning. This is about profits. It's always been about profits. Profits at the expense of humanity worldwide to fill the coffers of these heartless gangsters as they continue to build and conquer and steal and oppress. And it's been going on for at least 150 years. A reminder of the warning given our parents by Dwight Eisenhower in his exit speech on January of 1961. Julie, go ahead and play that clip, clip number two. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. There's a commercial that I wrote that runs on RBN, a little girl talking about the wands. Yeah, she says, uh, uh, she mentions Albert Einstein. What did he know? What did Dwight Eisenhower know at that time, folks? In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex and the potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power, which we're seeing right now today, exists and persists. And we must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. Is that not what we're doing right now? Now, we're coming up on a break here, but when we get back, I'm going to tell you a little story about sitting on the couch between my parents and watching that speech live, the exit speech from Dwight Eisenhower. Shows you how old I am, folks. But, uh, I'm going to share with you what happened. Uh, be back in the, after the break. Michael Herzog, National Intel Report. Stick around. More to come. Come and take it if you think you can. Come and take it, but we'll warn you. You'll have to pry from our cold, dead hands. We want the freedom that God gave us. So you best not cross that line. If you want this gun, you got to come through us and take it. One shot at a time. 
Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shiloji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shiloji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shiloji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shiloji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Let's talk Bidenomics. I'm Peter Serafine with another Liberty Minute. President Biden and his team are standing behind their economic record as Biden kicks off his re-election campaign. Let's talk about some numbers. $2.39. That was the price of a gallon of regular gasoline on Inauguration Day 2021. $3.56 was the average price yesterday. That is a $1.17 or 49% increase, which costs the average driver an additional $525 a year. So Bidenomics is not good on gasoline. 2.65% was the rate for a 30-year mortgage when Biden took office. 7.51% is the 30-year fixed rate today. That is a 283% increase that costs home buyers an extra $528 a month on a $100,000 mortgage. And those together, the Biden economy costs the average home buyer with a car an extra $6,861 a year. So sure, unemployment is down, but Biden inflation is robbing all of us. Remember to listen what a politician doesn't say. Until next time, see this Pashem Parabellum. For the first time since its inception, RBN is offering a limited opportunity to you, the listener, to join our quest. You will be provided an effective platform on both internet and satellite broadcasting and also gain the opportunity to both share your creativity with our producers and voice your message with thousands of patriots. Interested? Call 800-724-2719, extension 3, for details. Intel Report, the real talk radio show, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. All right, folks, we're back with the National Intel Report. Michael Herzog, your host, and uh, I'm going to get back to this in just a minute. But before I do, did you hear that commercial that just played before we came back from the break? Talking about if you're interested in being a talk show host, call in. I got the news yesterday. I, was, I listened to Rivero yesterday, and uh, I got the news that he's leaving. Uh, I'm sure that that's why Mike and Julie put that uh, uh, commercial in the loop for uh, looking for a replacement for Michael Rivero. 
that's going to be a hard thing to do, folks. Anybody out there in, that list, in the listening audience think that they can, uh, um, well, replace him, grab his coattails and run with it? Did an excellent job, does an excellent job of reporting the news. Has a style that is very unique. Um, I subbed for him once or twice over the past year and a half, and uh, <laughs> it took me a while to get used to that. So I would invite you folks, if you think you have what it takes, and uh, you, you're you know good with words, and uh, you think you might be able to uh, step into the loop, even on a partial or uh, you know semi, not full-time basis like he was doing, I give him I give him a, a lot of commendations. I know how difficult that is to do because I did it for 15 years, folks. So anyway, if you heard the commercial, call in if you think you've got what it takes. All right, let's get back to this. So this speech that um, Dwight Eisenhower made uh, back, it was in January 1961, I had just turned 11 years old. And I remember that speech being played live. I was sitting uh, on the couch with my parents. I watched the speech. And at the end, now I wasn't politically oriented then, obviously. I was a little kind of rebellious guy, but <laughs> I, was, I hadn't arrived at where I am today. Uh, but one thing I never forgot, I recalled the look of confusion and bewilderment on the face of both my parents. As they, they knew not of what Eisenhower was speaking about. And they, along with millions of other Americans, were clueless in that warning. We know now what they were talking about. We know now what they are doing. It took us 60 years or thereabouts. Some of us, you know, not that long, but it's been 62 years. We know now what they're doing, what they're talking about. Uh, we know now pretty much who was involved and why. We know now there is really no such thing as a Republican or a Democrat for the most part. There's still a few speckled around there. But for the most part, there is only one party, and that's the Uniparty, folks. Unified in the justification for perpetual war. War for profits on both sides of the aisle. No matter who the latest opponent or victim may be. And meanwhile, as they continue to rake in their billions with a B at the expense of humanity, which is what it is, they further the masses with continual distractions to achieve their nefarious goal. The very same goal they advertised for decades in Georgia for all to see. And only recently, as more of the populace began to realize that the Georgia Guidestones may depict more than a conspiracy theory, well, they were mysteriously demolished, blown up, and they moved right in, just like they did on 9-11. Remember that when they, you know, they cordoned everything off and they got rid of the evidence. They didn't want anybody investigating. They did the same thing with the Georgia Guidestones. They demolished them. That goal reduced the world population to under 500 million. It was depicted for the world to see, and people would come to visit it. It's gone now. Supposedly, some mysterious nobody went in there with something and blew up part of it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. <sighs> Tell a lie often enough. Who said that? Oh, Joseph Goebbels. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Adolf Hitler's propaganda minister, right? 
tell a lie often enough. How often, folks, are we hearing the lie, men can get pregnant, you know? I mean, come on. What does it take to believe that a man can get pregnant, much less deliver a baby? I mean, again, mm -hmm, I see. Really? Seriously? They want us to believe that, and even the people that supposedly believe it really don't believe it, but they go along with it because they're of a, collectic, uh, a collective mindset. Women are no longer women. They are birthing persons. Of course, in order for men to get pregnant, you have to substitute woman for birth or birthing person for woman, because if you're going to believe a man can have a baby, then he's a birthing person, correct? How about this one? The jab is 95% effective. How long did we hear that? Remember, Joseph Goebbels, tell a lie often enough, okay? And, it be, and it's believed, or at least it's perceived to be believed, the jab. It's 95% effective. Oh, that was very true, folks. Only they omitted that it was 95% effective at killing, disabling, or, you know, rendering men and women sterile. Got another break coming up. I'll continue with when I get back. Michael Herzog, National Intel Report. Stick around. More to come. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your Terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you.
Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. For the National Intel Report, Michael Herzog, your host. Yeah, talking about Joseph Goebbels. Tell a lie often enough, and it's repeated ad nauseum on the legacy media. Men can get pregnant. <laughs> women are not women. The jab is 95% effective. Here's another one for you. The Biden laptop is Russian disinformation. Blasted across the legacy media. Rubber stamped for approval by 50 former U.S. intelligence professionals. James Clapper, John Brennan, and... 48 other lying Pinocchios with noses the size of the Washington Monument. Yet, many of the masses still lap it up like Kool-Aid. How about that? The greatest threat to our democracy is white supremacism. White supremacism, sorry. What does that mean? How is it defined? Is it defined at all? I mean... Is it in a law somewhere? What is white supremacism? Pointing a finger at the white. Oh, you're bad because you're white. When did all this start? And the guy, the very guy that's up there shouting it, and he's shouting it all over at every conference he bumbles through, he's white. You know, you can almost see the strings being pulled as he talks. Ukraine is winning. (laughs) Really? Oh, yeah? Tell that to the 300,000s that are dead. Oh, yeah, that's right. They can't talk. They're dead. Or how about the tanks that are disabled? Or how about the territory that is uh, uh, currently being possessed by the Russians? Or how about, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in all those uh, uh, those hearings that are going on behind closed doors trying to figure out a way to get out of this and uh, saving any kind of face at all. Or how about this one? It was an honest and fair election. Thank you, Bill Barr. Really? How many times do we have to be gaslighted? How many times do we have to have our intelligence absolutely insulted? The list goes on. But this is the biggest joke to date, folks. Listen to this one. Though Joe Biden and his family 
have now been proven through multiple whistleblowers from both the IRS and the FBI and soon to be Hunter Biden's own business partner, former business partner, Devin Archer, who, by the way, supposedly by speaking from or coming from his attorney, is going to testify next week if he lives that long. Multiple, multiple whistleblowers testifying in congressional hearings about Joe Biden's pay to play, his international bribes, his threats, proving beyond any doubt that this man is not only the worst president in history, but a duplicitous phony and world-class criminal using his power and position. And I'm sure it's going on right now, if he can string two sentences together and have a thought behind him. Surpassing even the fabled criminal Lex Luthor of Superman fame. And this guy should be sentenced to spend the remainder of his life in the basement of Guantanamo, or worse yet, hung for treason. Instead, they are prosecuting the former president for crimes they are making up as they go along. And it's still going on. Yes, Hunter's former business partner, Devin Archer, has been subpoenaed and is scheduled to testify. Um, Now, he's canceled that date on three different occasions, but according to what I just received, he's going to testify Monday if he lives that long. There's no question in my mind that this guy has to be under immense pressure and his life is in danger. I mean, just look at what happened. Was it Barack Obama's former chef uh, drowned the other day on a pond? In a paddle boat? Really? Hmm. Bill Clinton and George Bush's uh, junior chef. Same thing happened. He drowned. I'm sure it was a coincidence. I'm sure it had nothing to do with the fact that when they're serving dinner or they're going in there and cooking and listening to some of the meetings and parties going on, they are overhearing a lot of stuff that they don't want the public to know. Do you think that might have anything to do with it, folks? Yeah. Well... Meanwhile, most of the mainstream masses drink up the Kool-Aid like cherries and turn a blind, ignorant eye to what is happening right under their noses domestically. I heard, I heard Rivero today. I, I've been listening to him yesterday and today, and I can, <laughs> I can relate. You know, he's been doing this five days a week, which I did for many, many, many years. And yes, folks, it gets depressing, you know. Five days a week, not to mention the prep work that's behind it. And I know, and putting this kind of show together that he put together, I know what that involves because I used to do it. I didn't do the same format he did, but I, I, I did a show and, and investigated everything to make sure it was all documented. That takes a lot of time, both on the air, two hours, or three, like he did for a while, or off the air it takes a lot of time to do. The guys that are on this network, and I commend every one of them, They're doing this for their passion. They're doing it for the kindness, out of the kindness of their heart. They're doing this because they want to make sure that people know what's going on for the sake of their children, their grandchildren. That's why I do it. I could be doing a million other things, folks. But I'll tell you, you know, if we don't turn this around and do it in a hurry, we're done. That will segue me right into this. July 20th, 2023. This is an article by Chuck Baldwin. 
They're coming for our guns, they're coming for our cars, and they're coming for everything else. General Smedley Butner warned the public in his 1935 book, War is a Racket. He died under mysterious circumstances. So did James Forrestal, by the way. Supposedly jumped out a window of the Bethesda Naval Hospital, but, you know, books have been written that say, nah, he, he, he didn't jump, he was pushed. Yeah, they're coming for our guns, our cars, and everything else. Don't let the rhetoric of Joe Biden and his gaggle of gun grabbers fool you. They are coming for our guns. Their anti-Second Amendment agenda has nothing to do with common sense gun legislation or safety, and they know it. They are bloodthirsty wolves talking in the tongue of harmless sheep. They are deceivers. They are despots. But in fact, the totalitarians now entrenched in Washington, D.C., and the only ones that aren't are really only a handful, are coming after much more than our guns, our cars, our gas stoves. Ugh. They're coming after uh, our ovens, our generators. They're coming after our bank accounts. I heard a report the other day. I was, I was looking um, uh, online, looking at a lot of videos. Lisa Haven, some of you may know who she is. She did a report on people that are complaining now that mysteriously their bank accounts are being frozen. Again, going back to ESG, I think that's really what the culprit is behind the scenes, folks. They're coming after our freedom of speech. They are coming after our right to privacy. They are coming after our children. In short, they are coming after our liberty and our very national existence. <sighs> Let's start with this. And I'm going to warn any of you that might be listening that live in Massachusetts. Because firearms owners should avoid travel to Massachusetts and consider moving if they already live there. Because according to a gun rights organization concerned about gun control, there's a bill making its way through the state legislature as I speak. And if Massachusetts makes House Docket 4420 law, Massachusetts will become the most anti-gun state in the country. That's according to the director of political operations for the National Association of Gun Rights. His name is Austin Hine. What Massachusetts is clearly trying to do here is basically repeal the Second Amendment as we know it. The, uh, the bill, it's 140 pages long is supposedly an act of modernizing of firearm laws, making sweeping changes to Massachusetts gun laws, and this includes mandating that all firearms and feeding devices will be registered, banning people under 21 from buying or carrying a semi-automatic shotgun or a rifle, banning concealed carrier of firearms on private property unless expressly permitted, and it goes on. This is really bad news for any gun owner that lives in Massachusetts and I mean basically you need to pack your bags and leave um, and of course you know all of us are aware of the blue states across America that have already passed or in the process of passing blatantly unconstitutional assault weapons bans and the uh, the red state governor of Tennessee for all of you who live in Tennessee pay attention okay turn up your radio dial 
The state governor of Tennessee is calling a special session of the legislature next month to try to enact the most egregious red flag gun confiscation law in the United States to date. Now, I want you to listen to this if you live in Tennessee. Wolf and Sheep's closing, Tennessee Governor Bill Lee is introducing a red flag gun confiscation law that would strip Tennesseans' God-given right to keep and bear arms for the kinds of medication they take. Yes, you heard it, folks. You take a certain medication you need for your health, and all of your guns will be confiscated by the Tennessee authorities if the legislature approves Bill Lee's monstrous proposal. Now, I'm going to give you a short list of some of the medical disorders that could disqualify you as a Tennessee resident from exercising your right to keep and bear arms per the medication prescribed for treatment of PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome, which targets veterans, of course, and some other people that have been diagnosed with it as well. And to a small degree, I could see that. That would kind of be reasonable. But with that in mind, tell me if this makes any sense to you folks. Anorexia, an eating disorder characterized by low body weight, usually noticed in people who are overly concerned about looking slender in public. That's on the list. Premenstrual syndrome. Symptoms include boot swings. Now, I've personally encountered that in past relationships, but I've never been shot, screamed at, but not shot. (laughs) Eating disorders. Overeat, undereat. Anyone know of any statistics showing a person with an eating disorder shooting somebody else? I don't know, maybe if their spouse or significant other hid their Ben and Jerry's ice cream? How about nerve pain? Ever heard of someone shooting someone else and retaliating for uh, retaliation for nerve pain? <coughs> Excuse me. Here's a good one. Male sexual problems. Can't get an erection? Blame your partner and grab your gun. <laughs> Is that the logic there? Insomnia, you can't sleep, grab your gun, shoot your partner, and claim they snored so loud it gave you PTSD. I guess. Postpartum depression, the baby awakens you six times a night, you blame your partner for impregnating you, grab a gun and shoot him. Is that, maybe, they, you know, in this day and age, in this, in this circus that we see in the judicial system, maybe they can use that for defense and get off the hook. I don't know, maybe that's what Bill Lee is thinking. Is that the logic here? Fibromyalgia, a heightened sensitivity to pain. It's the fault of whoever you happen to be pointing that gun at, I guess. Hypochondria, anxiety about your health. Have an unwarranted fear of a serious disease? Grab a gun and shoot someone. That'll solve it. (laughs) Chronic headaches caused by whoever you blame for giving you the headaches. Attention deficit disorder. Can't focus on a topic for more than a few seconds? Go shoot someone. That's the remedy. I mean, all these, I mean, as ludicrous as it sounds, they probably use it as a defense in court. And with what I see happening of late, they might be able to be acquitted. I don't know. Sleep disorders. Can't sleep? Grab your gun and shoot your neighbor. Then claim it's Led Zeppelin album kept you awake. I don't know. <laughs> Never know. I mean, what, uh, what, what, what's the name of that movie? Uh, uh, um, oh, my God. I can't remember it now. It slipped my mind. I'm older than Mike Rivero. Maybe that's the reason. <sighs> personality disorders. Grab a gun, shoot whoever you want, and blame your multiple personality disorder on them. 
I suppose it's possible, depending on which pharmaceutical treatment they are experimenting on you. <laughs> you know what? That one just reminds me of a true Uber story that I got from a passenger a few months ago, and I'm going to share it with you. <sighs> I mean, think about this, folks. If, if she used it on this guy, could they use it in court? A man enters my vehicle, obviously distraught, and tells me he had just broke up with his girlfriend. This is a true story. When I asked him the reason, he tells me that he found out that his girlfriend had been cheating on him during the entire relationship. Four months, by the way. I then asked him if he confronted her upon his findings. When he found out, did you challenge her with? Did you find out why? Did you ask her any questions? He says yes, and I'll never forget his answer. When he said yes, he says, yes, that's the problem. I asked him what he meant. He replied, when I confronted her, she went ballistic and replied, hold, it, hold on for it, folks. This is what she said. You can't hold my multiple personality disorder against me. She blamed her cheating affair on her multiple personality disorder. He had no words for that. I mean, what can you say after that? I guess the good news is she didn't shoot him. And then there's obesity. You know, I guess if you're, you're seriously overweight, Tennessee Governor Lee seems to think it's a motive to eventually shoot somebody. Could be, I guess. Maybe if you're in Baskin-Robbins and the clerk informs you that they're out of your favorite pistachio ice cream. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but, you know, think of the justification for this. Who... These people that are putting these bills together, and I'm sure Bill Lee didn't write it, but he was presented with it by these wokey leftists, all right? What, what kind of logic do you have to have, or lack thereof, to even put this on paper and present it? <sighs> the prominent Tennessee Southern Baptist leader Brent Leatherwood has publicly endorsed Lee's communistic gun confiscation record. <laughs> I mean, under Lee's law... This proposed confiscation bill, the laws protecting medical privacy, such as HIPAA and others, it would be suspended. And physicians or pharmacists would be required by law to report the use of medications used to treat the above disorders to the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, which could trigger the confiscation of the person's firearms. I hear the music. Boy, that was a fast segment. We'll be back at 3. Michael Herzog, National Intel Report. Stick around. More to come. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. 
The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Extendivite really works. Just listen to what some people have to say. Several years ago, I was developing a very uh, severe situation. I called it my flippy heart. It just was doing not good things. And I did not want to go to a medical doctor because uh, I just knew they would give me a cover-up pill. I didn't want to get onto that sort of thing at all. When I learned it was garlic and cayenne, and cayenne is a healer. It is a wonderful herb. I said, I think I'm on to something here. I'll tell you, I wouldn't be without it. It did wonderful things for me. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash rbn. back with the national intel report i i, I want to listen to that for just a minute to see if at some point in time somebody started singing but they didn't so i just come back all right <laughs> anyway the, you know here's the question folks what follows confiscating your firearms due to the medications you take taking your guns due to the books you read taking your guns due to the music you listen to taking your guns due to the organizations you join Taking your guns due to your social media posts? It's not far off. Taking your guns due to the internet websites you visit? Taking your guns due to the church you attend? Don't think it can't happen, folks. It not only can happen, it will happen, and it is happening, both with the banks. And I'm not quite 100% convinced, but I'm about 80%, 85% convinced that with this ESG thing and the social credit score, you already have one. I have one. I saw it once. I can't remember where I saw it. It was on LinkedIn. I ran across it on a website somewhere. And, of course, mine isn't really high. <laughs> but I have a feeling these stakeholder capitalist corporations in this country and around the world are already using it. They just haven't told us yet. So 
if this malevolent Machiavellian mess of totalitarian manure passes the state legislature in Tennessee, it will open a gun confiscation Pandora's box on a Stalinesque scale. And another indicator of Washington's war on the Second Amendment is the way the ATF has been weaponized by the Justice Department to do everything in its power to put the firearms dealers out of business, thereby cutting off the supply line of where Americans can obtain firearms. And since the beginning of 2022, over 1,000 firearm dealers across the country have been put out of business directly by the revocation of their of their FL, FFL license by the ATF or indirectly by abandoning their businesses to escape the ATF's autocratic harassment. Never mind, of course, that the cities run by anti-Second Amendment Democrats have the highest levels of murders. <laughs> I'll get to that in a minute. According to the figures from the finance website Insider Monkey, the majority of the most dangerous metropolitan areas in the United States are led by Democratic Party political leaders. And Insider Monkey uh, was able to organize a list of 30 cities in the United States that use the FBI's quarterly uniform crime report and police department data. Zero has reported on the finding for the top 15 cities on the list. And I'm sure you know which one is the worst, Chicago. This year, 166. Philadelphia is next with 165. Guess where? Phoenix, Arizona is third with 137. Then you go to Dallas, Baltimore, Houston, Los Angeles. Wow, Phoenix is above Los Angeles. That surprises me. New York City, Indianapolis, Kansas City, Detroit, Washington, D.C., Louisville, Kentucky, Memphis, Tennessee, and St. Louis, Missouri. <sighs> All democratically run cities. This is the reality of living in a blue jurisdiction, whether it's a city or a state, these areas are marked by policies that coddle criminals and disarm the law-abiding, thereby making them total hellholes to live in. But never mind Detroit's hellish crime rates. Up, oh, top of the hour coming up. We'll be back in two minutes. Michael Herzog, National Intel Report. I'll finish up with this and then open the phone lines. So we'll be right back. Stick around. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. 
visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.